702. The Africa Report with Crystal Odison. Crystal Odison, let's catch up now with uh, your world. Uh, leaders uh, from uh, the leading nations of the world uh, were at COP26 in Glasgow. Uh, but now we're hearing from the island nation of Madagascar, Madagascar, and they're saying more than a million people are facing climate-induced famine. Uh, I mean, ultimately, this is the story of how many African countries are going to pay the price for what uh, the rich nations have been doing. Absolutely. Good morning, Bongani. And I think um, those officials from Madagascar attending COP really raised it. And in fact, the minister said, you know, they're paying the price for these cheap European flights because, um, you know, they're saying that, in fact, Europe should forbid these cheap flights, you know, flying from Mallorca to Spain or Spain to London and when there's barely five people. Um, because what they're seeing in Madagascar, Bongani, already more than a million people, um, you know, without food, they eat plants just to survive. There's not been rainfall. Uh, we're also seeing more sandstorms that have literally, um, you know, we, you can't see croplands anymore. There's no more land for pasture, you know, just to plant things. Um, and Madagascar is the world's fifth largest island, um, you know, with many plants and species found nowhere else found on earth. So if an island nation like Madagascar is really struggling, and the officials are saying, look, we simply don't have the money, you know, we we can't build new dams, we can't, um, you know, move communities, move more than a million people to another side of the island because you just think perpetuate the problems and they need help. And, and there's really a call for the richer nations to stop talking and, you know, just simply saying, oh, Africa must do X, Y and Z, but actually come to the table and also from the European and from the richer nation sides to actually show some commitment that they are really um, committed to helping developing countries, developing um, de- helping African countries. And I think what's happening now, Bungani, um, and of course I think the South African debate around coal is, you know, part of the bigger issue, but this is really what African nations are grappling with. They are being told by, um, you know, richer nations, do this, do that, but yet they are not doing the same in Europe and African nations are certainly paying the price for um, what's happening in the rest of the world, Bungani. Let's talk now about a story from Kenya. Parliament there blocking... Uh, lawyers from Rwanda and Burundi from practicing law in that country? What's, what's behind that decision? It's quite interesting, Bugani. So um, Parliament is saying, look, unless you have a reciprocity where Kenyan lawyers can also practice in Rwanda and Burundi and South Sudan. In fact, um, they're simply not going to allow these lawyers to be practicing. And I think it's been an ongoing issue because um, East Africa, they, they've got quite, quite a lot of harmonizing in terms of their laws. And there's always been this uh, reciprocity. Um, so, for instance, you do find Tanzanian and Ugandan lawyers practicing in Kenya. Similarly, Kenyan lawyers practicing their craft in Tanzania and Uganda. And so the lawyers, um, Parliament is saying, look, we want firstly if you want to study law we're not going to stop you from doing that here in Kenya given that Kenya has the biggest um, economy in East Africa also in terms of its institutions but they want Kenyan lawyers similarly to practice in Rwanda practice in Burundi and practice in South Sudan and I think it's quite an emotive issue Bongani because we saw for instance yesterday trending um, here in South Africa Botswana saying that you know first and foremost it's Botswana um, citizens that can have businesses um, and they're going to get priority Um, and I think you know, I don't just want to blame COVID, but I think countries are becoming more and more inward-looking, 
inward looking and saying they're citizens first. And so um, in Kenya, with the, um, they want um, the East African ministers firstly to address the issue. And they're saying before we're going to open the doors just to anyone to practice law in the country, we need to discuss this on a regional level. We need to ensure that there's open trade in legal services for the entire East African region. And only then we will allow Rwandese, South Sudanese and Burundians to practice law. Until that happens, we are not going to see these lawyers practicing um, their craft here in Kenya. And that's where we're going to have to leave it. Crystal Alderson for this morning's Africa Report.